Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Today we're joined by Bloomberg News reporter Chris Balmeri. Chris, Disney says it will start laying off workers this week as it plans to cut 7,000 jobs this year. Do we know what areas are affected? Because I read something where ESPN was expecting to see some of those cuts. Yes, Disney has said that they're going to be company-wide, so you can expect ESPN, but also the theme parks. Uh, but, you know, in reality, that you know, the theme parks in particular have been going gangbusters recently, doing very well. Uh, the real big issue is uh, Disney, like a lot of these companies, spent a lot of money on uh, new content for its streaming services, trying to sign up as many subscribers as possible. And that's the business that's losing billions of dollars. And so the new CEO, Bob Iger, returning CEO, I should say, uh, is, is probably going to focus mostly on the TV side and in particular at this uh, distribution. Uh, unit that was set up by the previous CEO to sort of supervise where Disney's movies and TV shows went. That was very unpopular internally, and a lot of people there would likely lose their jobs. So when you're looking at Disney Disney Plus or, or the Disney streaming, um, you know, where did they go wrong? Well, like a lot of folks, and we're seeing this across the business, a retrench in, in spending, on uh, whether it's NBC with the Peacock and Warner Brothers with HBO Max, uh, people just, uh, just threw money at streaming. The idea was this, you know, was sort of a land grab and, and the way to attract, uh, consumers is to have the splashiest new movies and TV shows, uh, in some cases competing against companies like Apple and Amazon, who gazillions of dollars. And so, uh, the spending, you know, it was successful. A lot of people signed up for these services, but at generally low prices and, uh, and they haven't been profitable. So does this mean that you, you want to get the people into the streaming service and then you raise the rates in order to balance things out? Yeah, we've, we've already seen that sort of uh, dramatic increases in prices for, for Netflix, Disney+, Plus, Hulu, uh, Peacock, uh, all of them. So how many people uh, does Disney employ? Because I wonder, there are a lot of seasonal workers, and it's not just at the theme parks, but like, you know, in the in the stores for Christmas time. Right, a giant giant company, 220,000 people. About 25% of them are seasonal or part-time workers. Uh, so the 7,000 works out to be roughly about 4% of the company. So what, what have you heard from workers there, I mean, as far as being worried? It's not like Twitter. They're sad. I, you know, saw an, uh, an anima- animation uh, artist uh, post on Twitter recently um, saying he's now looking for work. Um, there's certainly people have been on edge. Uh, it's not un- unexpected because uh, the CEO announced this in February, uh, and they've been the man- upper management has been just sort of working through you know, where they can cut. Uh, so, uh, but there'll be some, you know, very sad times in the weeks to come. But I kind of feel like Disney sometimes they just want to ride this out, and they will be hiring people back, um, you know, maybe in the months to come. Always seems to be the case uh, <laughs> the way big companies operate. Um, 
you know they'll they'll have their annual meeting next week, which is always a you know a affair attended by a lot of uh, shareholders, small shareholders, a very very unusual company, a lot of huge uh, support and love for that, and and so um, you know we'll we'll see the tone that uh, Bob Iger sets there. Um, you know what you know. Right now, he's definitely saying that you know, we're in cost-cutting mode, but um, you know wh- where the growth comes from will be the next. Will this be his first meeting since taking over? Uh, yes, since returning, yeah. Okay, so then that's what you're talking about, setting the tone and knowing where he's going with it. Yeah, but I, I think I suspect they're going to do this layoffs uh, in three uh, stages, and so they announced the first uh, round this week. Uh, my guess is he wanted to show that sort of some progress on that before the meeting, but the real big cuts will come in uh, later in April and uh, before the summer. When you stagger it like that, does it ever really make the sting uh, less? I think it does, actually. I mean, he gave a big number, 7,000 people, but we've seen this in other companies like Warner Brothers in particular, uh, Netflix. Uh, you know, the layoffs came in sort of drips and drabs, and um, it, it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't get the same number of headlines, you know. Chris, thanks very much. That is Bloomberg News reporter Chris Palmieri. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.